Let's go. What are you watching? We wait. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> I had to ask him about that too because I was like, "Why the fuck do I have to clap before every time?" Apparently, the that's how you sync this. The yeah, sound. I know. I, I didn't know. know that. Well, you would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. Okay. But okay, I still I, I don't know, I don't understand why. I mean, it's like, what is the difference between like do well, these? It's, it's a spike in the sound, right, Podge? Yeah, it's a, it spikes the sound all the way up to where our voices doesn't go up. It voices like this, but a, a slap goes all the way up, and you sync the you sync the. When you cut, because the audio and the video, correct me if I'm wrong, the audio and the video are separate. So on a separate file, so the, where your hands go together is where they start the sound at. So it just makes it easy to sync up. Yeah, <laughs> I just learned no, that. I mean, I understand. I don't care. It's like, no, hey. no. Yeah. <laughs> what are you watching? I'm watching Better Call Saul. So I finished Breaking Bad like a long time ago. Same. What do you think about, I mean, I've, I feel like Breaking Bad is the best, like, so it's my second favorite show ever. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, maybe to me it's the number one. On, right now, I don't remember the other, other one. But Sons of Anarchy would be... Have you seen that? No. Never. It's good? Yes, bro. It's amazing. You know what? Actually, it's funny because when I was in the, in the developer program in Albuquerque, New Mexico in 2014... That's all, where it's filmed. All my, all my, my teammates, the, the Latin crew, yeah. was watching the, the, the show. But it was like, I don't know, I don't... Wait, that's where New Mexico is where Breaking Bad is filmed. Breaking Bad is Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I mean. Sons of Anarchy. So for me, I grew up I grew up around uh, biker gangs. My stepdad, my stepdad was never in one, but he was a, a mechanic. He owned a motorcycle shop and he was a mechanic for a lot of them. And it's, 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 kind, of, it's kind of funny because our Discord, the betting Discord, we have like a high roller and it's called the 1%. And where I got that from was uh, the biker gang was called, there was two clubs. They were, I don't know if My they were- My goodness, club, man, to all the people who think this guy is a white boy, fancy, pretty guy, man, this guy. <laughs> you saw the house I grew up in, right? You saw the yeah. house I grew up in? This guy, this guy has some hood. Yeah, I have a, a little bit, a little bit. So there was two clubs. There was the, the L4 Steros and the Galloping Gooses. And they always wore this diamond patch and it said one percenter on it. And I, I had no idea what that meant until a few years ago. And the one percenter is a, is a reference to a senator or some high congressman saying that 99% of uh, motorcyclists and, and motor vehicleists follow the law. Okay. So they were basically saying like, fuck you, we're the one percent, you know? Mm. And <laughs> dude, so it was crazy. They all had nicknames, right? So the one that... The one that worked with my stepdad, his name was Possum. They called him Possum. 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 Yeah, like the animal, Possum. Okay. And he was what you would call an enforcer. And it's it's a little bit, it's easier for me to, to talk about now because if you, we were to talk about this years ago, it would be it would not be something you would want to talk about. And there's rules and like the, the, the MC thing on the show, Sons of Anarchy, is real. Like if you get caught wearing like a patch yeah. in, in those guys' territory... They call a guy like Possum, which is the enforcer. And I remember he had a uh, uh, a fork from a bike. You know, the steering wheel, there's a fork. Yeah. There's two two things that go down. And it's covered in lube. So he wrapped one end of it. And it's uh, it's not lube. It's like uh, whatever the fuck they do. The, it, it just lubricates it. Okay. And he one end was wrapped and the other end was lubricated. So if you'd hit him, they couldn't grab it. 
And he would go, he would just go fuck people up, bro. He'd, he'd be like, hey, Tom, my stepdad's name was Tom. He'd say, hey, Tom, I got club business I got to go handle. I'll be back in two hours. Okay. And that was part of the stipulation of hiring him. If, if he had shit to do, he had to go fuck somebody up and come back. The club always took precedent. They had a clubhouse. They had, and I mean, this is real shit, bro. This is real. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. And I grew up around this. They, my stepdad was never in the club. He was never a prospect for the club, but he was a very well-respected friend of the club. And like, people don't understand like to prospect for a club. I knew guys that were prospects for over 10 years before they ever got in. in like you wore a patch that said prospect on it, but you never had the actual four steros patch. Long story short, that's how I got the that's how I got the the name for the one percent. As the one percenter, they wore a diamond patch that said uh, one percenter on it. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Great fucking show. You gotta watch it. Sometime. Nice. If, okay. After you're done with Better Call Saul, you gotta start that. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Okay. Perfect. So. Sometimes it's like you know when you are in the in a fight camp or something like that I, and more i mean i have three daughters i go to a house and it's like, like i'm tired and i yeah. i need to have some times with my kids sure. and play a little bit so in the moment when i touch my my bed is like i'm dead like i don't want to see nothing more. i don't want to do nothing you're probably more. sick of coco melon and shit like that oh too. i love coco melon <laughs> if you're mexican gallina pintadita number one uh show it's amazing. So yeah, Enchant Encanto. My son, we don't he talk calls it about family. Doing I don't know never. why. He calls it family. He just said it, Dad. I want to watch the Dad family. Family. <laughs> I know what family. Yeah, it's means. because it's a it's a, a magical family. Uh, so every single uh, guy in the family has a, a power except yep. one girl, Mira Mirabel. I think so is the name. I don't know. She doesn't have. Power, I never watched the movies through the whole thing. I just watched like bits and pieces of it. He's yeah. on my phone or something doing some ass. So shit. yeah, my favorite song for of that movie is We Don't Talk About Bruno. It's the best one. <laughs> He's running around my house saying, We don't talk about my son fucking loves it too. <laughs> okay, so I have a theory about these shows though. Dude, I have a hard time start like how many seasons better uh, better call Saul? I think right now is the is the last one, this the number six. I'm I'm watching the number five. So I have a hard time sleeping with these shows. Like with Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad specifically. Those two. Those are like my top two shows ever. And both shows are from the same uh, uh, the same company? Some, uh, AMC? Or? I think so, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're, pff, they're killing it. Crushing it. Uh, but I... This is... It sounds... when I As I vocalize, it sounds so stupid. There's almost like a sense of like anxiety that comes over me. I feel like I have to watch this show every night. And like, if I watch it, it's an hour. I have to like, I need to watch another show after that. Like the office. I watch the office every night to go to bed. It's mindless. I don't have to actually watch it. I've seen the, ep I've seen every season, every episode 10 times. And, but when I, when I watch it, like I can't stop watching it until like, I can't watch anything else. And if I don't, I get like the certain level of anxiety and it's such a long process. It takes like six fucking months to watch that whole thing because it's 10 seasons long or whatever. And like, I, for whatever, I'm just wired. Like I get obsessed over stuff like that. So it's, people have told me Better Call Saul is amazing, but it's six seasons. I don't know if I want to commit that much. Like, I don't Man, know. It's crazy. You know, you know what? I tried because the first season was, uh, was started in 2015 and I tried to watch it with my wife. But I, I don't know, man. The first, the first uh, season was like never had me. Like it's I slow. Tried, yeah, it's slow. That's how I the was uh, with uh, Peaky Blinders. I uh, know. I don't know what. Yeah, it's different. Anyway, good. It's, um, 
I people love it. I didn't think so. Like I, I just never they never caught my like you said, never caught my attention. Never caught my attention. So I tried to watch the first three episodes, never got had me. But then now I start everybody started to say like, oh the last the last season is amazing. Like, okay, okay, I need to watch. I need to give him another opportunity. So I hate the first season. The second I love the second season. Third season is like uh, fourth it's season good. is good. And I start to watch the first episode of the fifth <coughs> season and looks so awesome. Uh, have you watched uh, Ozark? Ozark. It's about the, something about the, the casino drugs and, and the, the, the gambling and the casino? The cleaning money? Ozark. Ozark, yep. No. No? I, but I hear it's about, it's a different thing, right? Like, no, like it's about, it's about, yeah, yeah, kind of. It's about a, uh, a drug cartel group that sells a ton of drugs and they use this uh, Marty Bird, I think is his name. They use him, which Jason Bateman plays. You know who Jason Bateman is? He does an incredible job playing. Okay. And uh, he basically has to clean money, make dirty cash, clean taxable income through like casinos and other businesses okay. and stuff like that. And he's just a normal everyday dude that has no fucking clue what he's into. And his wife and him at the beginning were separating. The cartel basically said, look, we're going to kill your whole family if you don't do this. And so they all have to kind of like come together. It's a complete shit show. And then... Like, they're just normal, everyday, like, dudes like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. And then as the seasons go on, they turn into, like, yo, we're doing some corrupt shit to get this shit done, and we know what we're doing. It's pretty cool. It's, it's only three seasons. I have actually, I'm only two in. I haven't I haven't watched the third for whatever reason. You are talking about narco-traffic because I'm Mexican? No. <laughs> no. That's racist. Nice try, though. Nice try, Come on. Though. Nice try. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Look, you can't cancel me. We haven't even had our first episode yet. <laughs> Can't cancel something that hasn't started yet. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, I, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because I feel like you're about to have 75 interviews with this. But let's. We just uh, announced your fight, right? Uh, we thought it was initially going to be Figgy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, it doesn't. I, I don't care yeah. at the end of the day because I just want. I just want to fight. Just. I want to. I was. Expecting to fight for the real belt, right? But Figueroa start to came with all the excuses. I mean, to me, everything is an excuse. Like, hey, um, this guy is a racist. I don't want to fight against him. Man, yeah. if I'm a racist, you have the opportunity to kick my ass. Why you don't try it? <laughs> well, listen, it <sighs> talking about cancellation. Like, man, <laughs> it's bro. Listen, you can use that line with a lot of people. In, in the in the UFC, but you're one of the most down to earth people. You know what I mean? Like you're one of the very few people that hasn't let the like the fame and the the money that you like. I obviously I didn't know you a few years ago, but like I can't imagine that you've changed much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like you still fuck with Legos and stuff. You know what I mean? Like you're a normal dude. You know, it's uh you're a family man, which I've learned that about you recently. Love that super hard work, and you don't. You don't give a shit about the money. You don't give a shit about the... You just like to fight. You love your family and you have fun. And you know what is the thing? I mean, the people around me knows that and I love it, right? And that's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. All the people around me. The problem is this fucking social media and the people who doesn't know you. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, fucking racist. Even like... Um, uh, yeah, but what those guys have like six followers in the oh, picture. Oh, yeah. Their chihuahua. I, I mean, yeah. Anybody cares about, about them. Dude, listen. If there's anybody that knows that it's it's this it's this group we've we've done this Discord for Podge, what are we in two months now, two months, and I always do a, a pick of the week, right? 
Bro, I, I got to be, uh, I think I'm 13 or 14. I think I've missed three weeks out of the last 16. And I and two of my misses of the three were back-to-back these last two weeks. And I get people on there, oh, you're on, ever since you started that Discord, you fucking on a losing streak. and <laughs> You piece of shit. You lost <laughs> me. You lost me so much money. I'm, and I, dude. Man, you don't feel so pressure about that? No, like, fuck no, Fuck man. it? No. Okay. No, listen, bro, it's it's called gambling for a reason, first of all. Okay. Second of all, I've made it very clear that I'm not a I'm not a handicapper. I'm not a sports, I'm not a, a handicapper would be defined as like a person that uh, they, they, they watch the film and they break down. Listen, I'm just sharing what I play. If you don't want to play it, don't play don't it. Do it. But to have access to my plays, which over time, if you look at our numbers, we're up 55 some units in eight weeks. 56.3 units. So if you, good. yeah, if you played a thousand dollars per play, you would be up $56,300 in the last eight weeks. Okay. So yeah, dude, we're doing some really cool stuff. And of course you have, we had, we broke even last week. Like I had Rakic and I would still, I would still place that bet. Man, actually, I think that's an amazing example of what the gambling is because yeah. who expects that uh, injury in, in, in his knee? You have Everybody. to understand the difference between a losing bet and a bad bet. I would make that bet over again. Like I would make, I lost uh, Ferguson Chandler over one and a half rounds. I would bet that again tomorrow. I would bet that again tomorrow. What are the fucking odds that he soccer kicks his brain off? And you know what I mean? Like, and the first round bet was very close. Very I mean, close. Tony Ferguson was like yeah. coaching Michael Chandler. Yeah. He made an, a knockdown, I think so. Yeah, wobbled him. He wobbled him, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and But it's the same. Like Rakic took him down in round two easily. Yeah. Dominated the entire round. And then slips on the banana peel in round three. And I, you know what I mean? Like I don't know the... Uh, it's, uh, apparently there was a pre-existing injury which whatever man i'm not here to i'm not here to legitimize or delegitimize the injury but it's just there's a difference between a bad bet and a losing bet i would make that bet again tomorrow i would i would make that again tomorrow anyway we lost the rackage bet which put us down to uh to break even on the week which i in hindsight i probably should have just risked it a normal unit play like we normally did we went way bigger anyway uh but it's i, I completely understand social media is is a great thing and a terrible thing. And you talked about this the other day when you were the champion. Everybody's Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. You know what I mean? And then the second that you lost the title, I was like, oh, fuck you, you piece of shit. I it's knew ridiculous. it. It's ridiculous. He's fake. Um, how do you say in English? Um, like when you start to talk too much about uh, some fighter, like you're putting too much on, th on him. Uh, are you like talking shit? Like no, I, in 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 Spanish is like uh, lo, lo estás alzando, like you're like like taking up. I don't understand. You're giving you're giving him like too much credit. Oh like, yeah, 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 understand. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Follow. Yeah, yeah, I understand now. I mean, the people start to say that like, man, or this guy uh, just uh, got the bell and start to to lose focus. Like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. My last training camp was like yeah. crazy, dude. You're you know? listen, man. You can say a lot of things about you, but. This is a guy that, like, I just recently started coaching. Like, if anything, you got to pull back a little bit. You know, like, work is never a problem for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what we got Masio upstairs. Masio Fullen, he fights uh, next Sunday. And he's, what's, what's today, Monday? He's trying to fucking, he wants to spar. And, and I said, no, bro, you're good. Like, it, we're not going to, if you feel great, training is not going to help that. You know what I mean? If you feel great, let's. He's down. Man, and you you was out out of the house, but he's was going. Uh, he wants to train, doesn't he? Uh, outside. He's a with Hoya, and Hoya was with with the pads and everything. 
And I, I, and I watch Marcia like, man, what are you doing, dude? Like, just relax. Yeah. Go inside. Watch something. Fucking Vertical Soul is good. Yeah. I know, man. He's psycho, bro. It's in his blood. He's a fighter. He wants to fight. You know what I mean? And that's, man, if we are talking about the Mexican culture, let's, that's... that's, that's a, good. I in, love it, man. Yeah, I mean, it's in the culture. You man, know? I, don't, I, I don't have, like... I think <coughs> I'm, I'm not, like, sensitive at all. And well, no, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Like, Mexican culture and... That hurts too much because because I feel like we work like so yeah. hard, it's, so so hard. That's you. I mean, I feel like it's a sensitive subject, right? Like, cause you can't you can't like dive into this without really hurting somebody's feelings. But dude, the Mexican culture is a it's a working class culture. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a working like durable uh, fighters. Like they're they're tough. They're 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 always in shape. They're always working. Like. That's, dude, like, I mean, there's literally a style of boxing named after the Mexican culture, Mexican style boxing. What is that? It's like in your face, pressure, fighting, volume, like, let's go, you know, like right here, let's go. <laughs> that's what, that's what Mexican style boxing is. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously right at the mixed martial arts is a kind of new in Mexico. So I, f I feel like we need a little bit more work to put that culture in mixed martial arts. But I mean, every single uh, new Mexican fighter has an, is a new opportunity. We saw Loco, uh, Loco Manuel Torres. Man, we he went has crazy. Future, we got to we got to slide in the clip of him and I going ape shit whenever Torres knocked out Camacho. We went crazy. What you, you know? What I'm impressed with is is when I think of Mexican fighters, I think of more of a a Mexican style boxing, and maybe that's just the boxing. But dude, a lot of the uh, the the Hispanic guys coming in have great jujitsu, like really yeah. good jujitsu, and I don't know if that's just an interim thing, like where all those guys are coming from over there, or or what that is. But all those guys are really good grapplers too. I know, man, and we have some problems with wrestling, and you know, wrestling yeah. is a is a it's, it's an important thing sure. in mixed martial arts. But yeah, I mean, every single year we can see a, a better generation of fighters, and I can see it with uh, Loco Torres, uh, Jasmine Howard is coming. She's man, a she, fucking man. animal too. She's a she's the future, man. She's a fucking and she's why maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, <laughs> but man, she's she's good. She's good. Since you put me on her, and I've I've like you told me about all the people you train with, and I've I've you know looked them up, and Loco Torres was one of them. You said yeah, but that the the amount of power that that guy creates as a lightweight is insane. Like I don't yes. like I was watching him fight on uh, contenders, and it's like he would throw throw and then. He threw that hook and it was like almost literally twice as fast. And you watch him fight. Uh, we watched him fight Frank, Frank Camacho. Yeah. And dude, he that he was throwing hammers. Like every even the ones that didn't hit him were just like, like fucking hell. Like, <laughs> they were hard, man. It's and I, it's just the the Mexican culture is producing great boxers like they have for centuries, but. MMA as well. I mean, look at you. I mean, there, there's you. There's uh, obviously I, this is a sensitive subject at the moment, but Cain Velasquez, you know, which was was diving to that. Like, where are you? Man, I be, I feel very frustrated because I think I will do the same. Yeah. In the in the same situation, right? Yeah. Uh, I might be a little bit more sneaky about it. Sneaky. But man, it's like what he was just do? trying to defend his family. What are you supposed to do, family, man? Yeah. And the other guy is in the street. The problem is he shot the wrong guy. Uh, I know. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he, did, he did a horrible job. I, I think he was like angry, yeah. mad in that moment. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go and yeah. do my... I feel, like, I feel like we would be having a different discussion about this if he would have shot the actual guy that did it. Don't yeah. you think? Maybe, yes. Maybe? Yeah, I mean, I don't... He shot the wrong guy. You know what I mean? Like that. That was. And that's. I'm listen. I'm not in no way for you guys listening. For in no way am I. I agree with him. I'm with him. But I don't feel like like he had a thing today. I believe today or yesterday. I thought he was gonna get out. What's today? And he did not get out. He did not get out. And I got to think that he. I think we would be having a different discussion if he would have shot the right guy. At least you know what I mean. I don't. It's, I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't even know. the 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 law will be different, right? I mean, I don't know nothing about law, but well, dude, I just I feel like our judicial judicial system has failed us in that regard. Like, there has to be a sense of like how many times have you seen? How many times have you seen something where a kid gets raped, the dad goes and murders the guy for doing it? And dude, I, I, call me crazy. I almost feel like Kane would have a lesser sentence if he would actually killed him, hmm. because I think they would they would use the insanity, you yeah. know. And you've, we've saw that a, a ton, you know. Like these guys will they'll shoot him in the courthouse or whatever. Oh, I'm crazy. Sorry, but I mean, and again, I I think you try to 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 have a decision in base on I don't know a book like. A rules yeah. in a book, but yeah. then dude, I feel like every single case is different. It's different and you right? need to watch a little bit the people, uh, you know. Yeah, he dude, the he, scenario. He's not. <laughs> this sounds crazy talking about Kane Kane Velasquez, but he doesn't have, as far as I know, a history of violence other than competing. You know what I mean? That's but that's not what we're talking about here. You know, we're talking yeah. about somebody's job compared to do uh, what this guy did. You know, and he's back on the streets after minimal minimal. How is that excusable? Like. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like a hundred years ago, okay, maybe, maybe longer, that guy would have been shot in the middle of the street, or hung, man. or stoned to death. And man. shit, in certain parts of the world, he'd be stoned to death now. Man, in in, <laughs> in some uh, uh, cities of Mexico in the south, uh, the people if that if that happened. All the community take the guy in the middle of the street and start to beat him to death. Yep. Then, dude, that should be call me crazy. That should be a real thing. Like, I would if that was me, <laughs> I would want to drag that guy into the most popular street in the middle of town and beat him to death in front of everybody. Like that, I don't know if I would do that. You know, that we could always talk about what we what we would do. Yeah. We never know until you're put in that that situation. Like. Kane fucking did it. You know, he went and got a hold of that dude, shot the wrong guy. But man, I mean, I don't know. My, for example, my only mission in life right now is like take care of my family. Yeah, but like, imagine, imagine that moment for Kane when I'm trying to put my uh, uh, to be in his uh, situation. Like, yeah. man, my only mission is take care of my family, and I fail. I mean. Yeah, that, that's just a scary... I, I can't imagine. I have a two-year-old and a seven-year-old, and I just can't imagine what I would do. Like, you just don't know until it would happen to you. And, and you know, God forbid that happened to anybody. But I think I would do something similar. I don't know what. You know, and I said, oh, you shot the wrong guy. Dude, you said it earlier. The guy was crazy. He's just trying to... I'm, I'm shooting somebody today. You know what I mean? Like, you or the guy next to you. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm shooting one of y'all motherfuckers. Y- y'all getting this. But, I, dude, it's just, I think the 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 system failed us on that one. I, you know, like you said this best. It's every every case needs to be different. You know what I mean? Every case. Yeah. Like, we had a... Uh, we had a case here not too long ago where uh, a guy, a, a, a father, and I don't even want, I shouldn't even talk about this, but I'm going to, dropped his daughter in a lake, like threw his daughter in the lake, went inside and called 911 and said, hey, I just threw my daughter in the lake, come get her. Luckily, a, a officer, uh, the, the actual police chief was like a half mile down the road, zoomed over there, pulled the little girl out of the lake. And as they arrested this guy, the police chief beat the fuck out of him, like beat the shit out of him in handcuffs and beat the dog shit out of him. And anyway, long story short, the guy uh, went to trial, got charged with assault, lost his job. And that's another failure. And this guy's, you know, I don't know what happened to the dude. I'm sure he's in prison. But dude, like, what, like, how do we... This guy dropped his fucking daughter in a lake. Two year year old. My son's two. You're staying at my house right now. My son's two. I can't imagine what type of, how fucked up you have to be to go do that. Man, I I will have nightmares with your podcast, man. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Anyway, on to, on to. Man, I understand things. We initially started talking about uh, Figgy Kai. Kai's the matchup, July 30th. Uh, You already fought him once. Yeah, 2019. I was front row for that fight. It was awesome. It was nice. It was I, like the second fight of the night. Third? Actually, they gave me a, a, some extra money. Yeah. Actually, Dana White had an, an interview. Like, hey, what do you think about the fight between uh, France and Moreno? Like, oh, that wasn't a, uh, an awesome fight. So, uh, sorry, uh, we, ha- we have a Camaro against Colby Covington in the same car. But definitely they're going to get uh, some extra money in, in the future. So awesome. in that moment, I need it because um, I, <coughs> last year, uh, that fight was 2019. 2018 was horrible for me. Like no yeah. money, no yeah. nothing. Like they released me. I don't forget that. Never. <laughs> well, dude, it just goes to show. And I don't hold this against the UFC. But no, I understand business. It's business. So like we, we as fighters... I get asked the number one question that I get asked all the time is James, when did you stop working? Okay. And if you know me, if you stayed with me for a week, you realize that I work probably 60 hours a week still. You know what I mean? I work. I'm working. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I don't understand where this like sense of self entitlement from some of these younger guys is like where they don't have to work. And when I mean work, I don't mean like, you know, I'm not saying you got to go work a nine to five. But we got to be doing something to secure a future past fighting because I, I see this too often where these guys, they fight for 10 years or whatever. And at the end of this, they don't have anything to show for it. Like yeah. there's nothing to show for it. I, yeah. I mean, I, I see it every day. And I feel like you've, we've talked about some stuff like you have a place in TJ. I mean, in that moment, I mean, I don't have any, any... Now. I'm talking about now. Oh, now. Not then. Yeah. Okay, okay. Not then. But you've got yourself to, a, you know I mean? We, we're talking, you're in a much different spot now yeah. than you were in 18. Thanks God. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and well, well, that's also a thing, like four years time. Look how much your life has changed in four years. It's amazing, you know? It's awesome. But like, we got, we, I feel like as fighters, it's our obligation and our responsibility to be able to 
these guys just think that the fighting is going to be there forever. And it's not. That's a mistake, man. It's a huge mistake. And, dude, it, there's a there's a clear-cut uh, path for you in, like, commentating and analyst man, role. that job saved my life in that, in that uh, 2018. Because I don't have any money. I don't have nothing. I mean, you were doing that in I don't have a, Do you have a career or something? Do I? Yeah, you have something like uh, a career? Like professional career? Now or the, back then? Yeah, yeah, back. I don't know. You are like a, a liar, lawyer or something? No, I was in sales. I worked at a cell phone company. Back then, now, like if I, I'm done fighting now and if I wasn't coaching, I'm, I'm good now. Like with real estate, I got enough. We got enough businesses. No, no, I, I, I know. But then I didn't have shit. Like, dude, I didn't have shit. Back, I mean, we're talking uh, not that long ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like not that long ago. I didn't have, sh I didn't have shit to my name. And, uh, but I remember I'm 35, I'll be 36 next month. I remember when I was about 30, 31, I remember one day I woke up and I had like a, a panic attack almost. Okay. I remember thinking to myself like, I don't have shit to my name. I don't have any money in the bank. I don't have, uh, I have this business, but like at the time I'd already bought the gym at the time. Okay. But I didn't have any like real money and the gym wasn't making enough to like support my family or give me what I wanted. You know, it wasn't like, you know, we just built out this fucking awesome, like I never could have done anything like this on that, you know, that income. So I just started studying rich people. Like what they did. And I got obsessed with uh, how wealthy people made money. And I just feel like it's something that a lot of the fighters, they get these big cash influxes and they don't do shit with it. Or, and most of all, if you, don't, if you don't do anything with it, that's okay. But you can't spend like your, these cash influxes come every week because when they stop, what are you going to do? You know, and you have you have a great job with the with the commentary and the the desk the desk the desk, the desk. Right? man. So I mean, the problem was, for example, that year two thousand eighteen, I don't have any money because all my money I, I I use it to to buy something. So, for example, I bought a a land right now. It's perfect because because I have the land. But you that, bought land. I put in, in my TJ? my money in that land in TJ for what. Uh, I tried to build a part. Oh, that, that's another thing, man. I tried to build apartments there, but the the government in Mexico they have like they're crazy, man. A lot of corruption. It's so, bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I try I tried to to build apartments, but you know the 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 officials who who try to put the rules there to the all the permits like oh you need this okay okay boom here I have my permit ah but you need these two okay okay i did it oh but i forget you need to pay for this like yeah. so at the end i don't did nothing but i have the land there so again in that moment i bought the land uh, i bought i bought my first my my first house after the my debut in ufc i bought my house so i i have my house there in tijuana yep um you still have that yeah perfect and in that and i bought a new car because do you rent I, that out or no huh do you rent that house out not right now no do I, you go I, stay there when you go there no, because right now I have the new apartment. I you got an apartment and a house. You got to rent that out. Why aren't you renting that out? Because I'm an asshole. And <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you know what? <coughs> I'm always training and I don't have like any health there. Hire a property management company. 
Yeah, I I'm starting to do that. Yeah, ten yeah. percent or eight I'm to ten percent. I'm talking with with the guy who helped me to buy the apartment. Yeah. And they they will help me to yeah. to rent the, the the house. So again, ah yeah, and that moment I bought a a, a new car because I promise I I needed like my yeah. old car was like bad and in that moment I I the studio from the desk in Spanish for UFC was in Los Angeles in Burbank. I remember. I've been there. That's true. I, 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 I tried out for the contender I, series, uh, the commentating role for the contender series there. So yeah, so in that moment I was like driving I didn't fucking get every, every single weekend to Burbank. How far is that? So you cross the border like two hours. Oh, that's not bad. It's not I mean, it's bad. not good either. But you know, a car and a freeway. When so you have, a, to- you have an apartment in TJ? You yeah. have a house in TJ? Yeah. You obviously still fight. You make incredible money. The fighting. land and they start to invest in the the stocks. Land. With my financial financial advisor, advisor, yes, perfect. And do you, do you have like a, a set uh, monthly amount that goes dedicated to that? Like, no. do you, is that is there a certain amount with of a month? financial advisor? Yeah, yeah uh, he told me like per year, like uh, yeah. You don't have to say that, but oh, sorry, you know you can. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, it's all good. No, it's all good. We'll just talk. We'll edit out whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, just pulling a beep. Let's 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 keep let's keep diving in. I like this. Let's talk about this. <laughs> so when you UFC released me, I put all my money in different things. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have cash. But like cash fuck. Poor. Yep, cash poor. So UFC released me. Then I, my second daughter born, and I pay in cash to the hospital. <sighs> because in that moment, I don't have my green card. So I don't have I don't wanna have any she problems born, with the government. She born here or in, in Mexico? My three daughters born in, in, in California. Okay. So oh you had to pay cash for that? Yeah, like twenty grants, I think so. I thought it would be more than that. That's not that's not terrible. Twenty grants. And then uh, my other daughter had a problem in his stomach. So they needed a surgery. Oh. And it's isn't it isn't the US like Medical system completely fucked. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if you go to Mexico, it's, it's like... Uh, I think every single country has his own uh, problems. That's ours. <laughs> the medical system is ours. Yeah. It's bad, dude. It's bad. But, I mean, because you go to Mexico and the medical, the medical system is horrible, too. Like, But it's not as much. It's just not as good. Right? Exactly. Right? So, okay. So, talk about... Uh, so, you have the apartment. You have the land. You have the house. And you're gonna get those rented out, yeah, my man. Um, I mean, actually, right now I'm renting the, the apartment. Oh, perfect. What this? You can answer this. What? How much did you pay the apartment off? Uh, yeah, I finished to pay the apartment. So you're crazy. I would never pay a house off ever. Why? Because that money I can get on a. You know what is the problem? It's a huge, huge problem to get on a on a credit in Mexico because I don't have a, like any history in banks there. See that? Yeah. Okay. That's a little different. So I tried to get an, an, um, uh, a loan, yeah. a loan yeah. uh, for my apartment in Mexico, but all the, all the, the, the owner of the apartment was like, okay, um, uh, this is my bank and they can help you, but they start to ask for a lot of yeah. different. They ask- do ask for a lot. They do. Yeah. That's normal. Uh, in, in my, in my opinion, I would always use the bank's money because like, for example, let's just say we have a hundred thousand dollar house. For an investment property, we need 20% down, right? So that's $20,000. If I have $100,000 down, if I have $100,000 to buy that house cash, okay, 
I could buy five houses with 20% down. Man, you need to help me to do that. Yeah, it's it well, it's great, man. And honestly, it really is good because like th this time, take this time, for example, and this is, I'll give you a real story. Uh, let's just say I, I was purchasing, I was purchasing houses, let's call it two, two years ago here in Lee Summit. I was buying three bedroom, one bathroom, one bathroom houses. I remember I purchased one for 120,000. The house is now worth 205. So let's just say, let's just say the real estate market has increased 20%, okay. which it's more than that. But for each one of those hundred thousand dollar houses that you have, right? We only put $20,000 down. So if you would have bought one house and paid the whole hundred thousand, that house increased 20% value, it would now be worth $120,000, right? Okay. Or if I put $20,000 down and I purchased five houses, 20, 40, 60, 81, those houses would be worth 120 each now. You have another 20, 40, 60, 81. You would have a whole nother $100,000 between those and your cash flowing. Like, like for example, the $120,000 house I rent out for $1,350 a month. My mortgage on it's $550. Wow. And you don't have like any problem to, you know, because you're not getting your money if the if you are not renting the property, right? Correct. But you don't have like any problem with that? Like No, you have to understand. No, no, no. Because I, I purchased houses that people would downgrade to. So like a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house. Let's say the economy hits the fan, right? And it all go tanks under. The people that are living in $250,000, $300,000 houses are now going to downgrade to $150,000 houses, $200,000 houses, right? So uh, the houses that I purchase would be, uh, they're not, they're not, uh, they would be houses that everybody needs to live in. Okay. Right? So there's your, there's your favorite goose. What's up, goose? Come on. The, those those houses would be purchased they, they would be rented by somebody okay and the the ones like the five six hundred thousand dollar houses if I was renting one of those I would be worried right now because the, the market is gonna go down uh, it's we're at a crossroads right now where the interest rates are they were low and the prices of the houses were high now they're crossing to where the interest rates are starting to come up the housing prices are going to drop but right now they're both high okay so in the next like six six months you'll see the pricing of the houses start to drop. But I think that like if you go to Europe, renting is much more socially acceptable. Okay. Like it's way more common there. I think America, because of COVID, every, a lot of people lost their job. 25% of America lost their job during COVID. Do you know that? Nope. 25% America lost their job. 25. Did you know that 68% of America lives paycheck to paycheck? What is that? Paycheck pay, means they live, they have to pay their bills with each paycheck they make every <gasps> week. They have okay. no extra money. Okay. No money. Sixty-eight percent. Seven out of ten people live paycheck to paycheck, to where they don't have any extra money in the bank. So, twenty-five percent of America lost their jobs during COVID. To get a house, to get approved to purchase a house, you need good credit, which a lot of people lost that, because of COVID, they lost their their job. You need two years job history. You have to be at the same place for two years. Okay. And you need a down payment, which is typically 3% on a primary residence. So 25% of America isn't qualified because they lost their job during COVID. 25% of America right now isn't qualified to purchase a house because they lost their job within the last two years. I personally think most of America will go towards renting. I think that'll become much more socially acceptable to where they're going to rent houses from guys like me 
that like what you see in the housing market right now is you'll see a house for 150,000. Somebody with a primary residence will go in there. They're going to live there, which is what that means. Okay. They'll say, hey, I'll give you 150000 And then somebody like me will say, no, I'll give you 155000 because I'm going to rent it for way more than my mortgages. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's 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 just a crazy, this is unlike anything else. The economy is, I'm diving down the rabbit hole where you're like, dude, shut the fuck up about it. But it's, <laughs> man, that's, man, for me, that's awesome, man. I it's, mean. Yeah, it's, well, it's good for because you own property. So it's great. I don't know. I don't know how it is in and TJ, I gotta assume it's the same everywhere, though. You know, I, actually, that's the thing. I have my my uh, my house and my apartment there in, in Tijuana, but all like like the people who's around me, like Jason, like you, is here in the United States. So my goal now is to get something more, something to rent here. Jason in the is buying places here. Yeah, Jason has three houses here. I was just over at the house that you guys are gonna stay. At. I literally just took uh, their all the mattresses over there today. Okay, it's a nice place. It's super nice. And he's he's going to rent that place out for way more than he bought it for. Like if the mortgage on that thing is a thousand, he's going to rent it for more. Man, he's going to cash flow. I want a house in Kansas too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, my man. We need my to, man. man, this podcast with the, with the picture of the, my new house in Kansas. We've talked about this. So Jason and I have talked about like syndicating is what it's called is where a group of people get money together and they start purchasing property together. Okay. So like, rather than I buy a house, you buy a house, I put my money together, you put your money together, Jason puts his money together, blah, 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 and we purchase apartments or something bigger, you know? It's called syndication. But, uh, it, dude, it's, it's, real estate has really, if I quit everything that I do right now, I have quite a few things going on here and there. If I quit everything that I do right now, Real estate pays the cash flow from the real estate pays my entire month's bills. And that's a, a great place to be. And that won't stop if the economy tanks because the houses that I have, people will always need to live in. Okay. So I don't own a single property where somebody won't live there if the economy tanks. Right. Like, cause what do you, like, what are you going to do? Like everybody needs a place to live. Right. Yeah. So if somebody's making a hundred thousand dollars a year and they live in a $400,000 house, Okay. And they lose their job. They're going to have to stay somewhere. Where are you yeah. going to go? You're not going to go to that $400,000 house. You're going to go to my house, which cost me $125,000, $150,000. It's now worth two hundred. dollars Yeah. Three bedroom, one bathroom. Three bedroom, two bathroom. In Lee Summit because you want the nice schools. Right? Yeah. So it's real estate to me is a, is a real life hack. And uh, here's another stat for you. Did you know that 90% of millionaires, all millionaires, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 
uh, Paul, the manager at the gym, yeah, he helps me manage the properties. I still manage all my own properties. It's dude, it's not hard. I've helped Jason get all his here. I think he has three here now. Okay, I think so. I've helped him. Know. It's not hard. Ask him. It's not hard, it, dude. It's it is one of the most easiest. And the, the people are always like, "What if somebody calls you at two a.m. with a clogged toilet?" Literally, no one has ever called me at two a.m. <laughs> and you know what? If they did call me, I wouldn't fucking answer because I'd be asleep. <laughs> I mean, what do you know what I mean? Like none of those problems are going to, they'll wait. You know what I mean? They'll wait until six or seven when I wake up, you know, <laughs> it's just, this is the reality of it, bro. Like there, what, there's not very many problems that can happen at a house that need to be addressed at 2 AM. There's just not, it's, it, it's not, it's not hard. People make it seem like it's hard. It's not hard. It's actually one of the easiest jobs that I, that I do that yields the most returns. So anyway, it's uh, it really is it's cool to see you uh interested in stuff like that because i i truly do think that more fighters need to uh i have a, a history about a fighter like the opposite side what do you mean like so i don't want to say like names or nothing yeah, not. but he went to the ufc he had in total like Three fights, I think so. He lost like to the three fights, but I think the first one or second one he won uh, the bonus. Yeah, fifty. Uh huh. The fifty grands. But after that, I hear, I hear like, I and I see it like. His, the first thing he, he did, he bought an, a nice fucking Camaro. <laughs> Depreciating asset. As soon as he bought it, it went down 30% in value. But it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. The Camaro and a fucking awesome like motorcycle. Also another depreciating. <laughs> uh, he, he stopped the relation with uh, his wife. Oy. And started to go with a prostitute, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck. Now he's working <coughs> in a... Uh, in a, a company? Yes, as a normal job. But no, like a, a company, like package like vegetables or something like yeah. that. That's what he does? I think so. Oh, yeah. Man, when I hear that, the history was like scary. Wow. That's scary. And there's a hundred of those guys. There's a hundred of those guys. That's at 30 years old, that's what I woke up and I was like, I don't want to be the guy packaging vegetables. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be scared the shit out of me, man. Like it really did. It scared the fucking shit out of me. I didn't want, I don't. So I started researching what do millionaires do? What do rich people do? What do successful people do? And I started doing that and yeah. I obsessed over it. And that scares me. That gives me anxiety to watch somebody like bleed, sweat, dedicate an entire adult life to a sport that won't give them anything back because they won't they don't know how to manage their money and if you think about it i mean why the fuck would you fight for a living unless you don't come from anything if you come yeah. from any type of smarts or money you're probably not gonna fight for a living you know what i mean like most i would say i don't know this to be a, a real stat but i would say like 90 percent of fighters come from low-income housing or broken homes like okay. low income families are broken homes. You know, their family doesn't make shit. They've had to fight their whole life to get whatever they want or their mom and dad split early or they weren't raised without a dad or without a mom or, you know, whatever. Yeah. A, 
I'm guessing you didn't come from much, right? You did. I mean, you probably didn't have a lot of money growing up. I'm guessing. I don't know. Am I wrong? You, I'm, I'm not. So don't get that confused with you weren't loved. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of people are like, no, my mom loved me. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand. But like you weren't like overly privileged, right? I don't, I'm asking you, I don't know. Like my, did you have a lot of money growing up? So my, my family, uh, before to, uh, to, uh, when I born, uh, my family was like no money, yeah. zero money. Actually, my, my brothers, my sister and my brother, they live in a little, uh, life with no money. Yes. When I born, uh, my, my, uh, my my parents uh, made a uh, piñata company, and then the business uh, hit hit the, the market. And Let's go. I don't have any necessity. Do they anymore. still own a company? Yes, it does well. It's, it's very well, man. I, love I mean, that. Well, where do I have? How do I buy a piñata? Let's go. The, the thing is, they need to like work very hard. Yeah, because they are the kind of uh, their own. Uh, bosses, boss, yeah, boss, yeah, yeah. but uh, they don't have any necessity, you know, they yeah. very well and everything. That's great to hear. I love hearing stuff like that. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that was an amazing example for me. Like, oh, I mean, you need to, yeah, keep, uh, work hard, hard, right? The, the thing, the thing that, that I think is, is important when making money is like you can't trade time for money, okay. Right. So like fighting, you can become rich from fighting. Like rich is how much money you have. Wealth is how long you have it. Right. Okay. So like you can't mm -hmm. trade time for money. Like you can't be a fighter for the rest of your life because the only way for you to make money is if you fight. So you have to physically get your ass out of that chair and go fight somebody to get money to get money. Okay. That's going to stop at some point. Of course. Right. And Definitely. like. Yeah, so you can't trade time for money. Even if I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred, a million dollars a year. Okay. If I have to go to a job and I have to get my ass out of this chair and I have to go somewhere, that's trading time for money. Okay. You can become rich, but wealth is not trading time for money. So for me, I don't have to get my ass out of this chair. My real estate will pay. Do I get any money right now? Yeah, right now. You know, we have multiple things spread out, but that's what these fighters don't understand is like, this will stop. Of course. This will stop, you know, and uh, you want to make money while you sleep. You know what I mean? And uh, that's where I feel like a lot of these guys don't understand that concept. And it's, uh, it's, dude, it's heartbreaking at times to see some of these guys. And I mean, how many, how many guys you, you, I mean, you do the, you're watching the shows every week and you're a fan of MMA, which I yeah. appreciate because I am too. How many of these guys you're like, fuck, he should have been done two years ago. Why is he still fighting? Every you know, single week you can see a guy. Yes. Why is he still fighting? You know why he's fighting. He has to. And that's sad to me. You know what I mean? That's sad to me. So you think, I don't know. I'm definitely some guys are his money. Maybe other guys is like, they, they, they feel the, the fire inside, but the body is different. Like they are like old or maybe yeah, bro, sheen, or maybe these. Listen, man. I, I, I know where you're going with this. You're saying like, what if they still want to do it? I'm not convinced they do. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I, there's a guy that I'm thinking of. I don't want to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. I, 
I highly respect him. Okay. He's been fighting since I was watching the sport. And he's still fighting? He's still fighting. Damn. Okay. And he's a shell of himself. A legend. Okay. Legend of the sport. He's a shell of himself. And I just... I have a hard time watching him anymore because like I want you can't tell me that guy still has the same fire as he did five, six, ten years ago. Maybe does he want to fight still, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm sure there's some guys that are do have the fire. You know, Anderson, I'm sure he does well. Anderson Silva, I'm sure he does well. And I'm sure he's getting paid. He does it right. Like he's fighting fucking uh who there says are Chavez Jr. who hasn't trained today. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. For I'm sure he made seven figures on that million probably. probably That's yeah. he's smart. He's fucking smart. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, say what you want about him. They're fucking smart. Floyd Mayweather, fucking smart. Dude, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather just boxed some fucking kickboxer a year ago and knocked him out in the first round and made like thirty three million dollars. That's man. These guys are smart. That's that's smart to me. Is like. Picking your picking your shots, picking your match. If you're gonna continue to fight, do it the right way. Anyway, we watch this every weekend, and it's it's just like, but yeah, I mean, for for me, it's like, uh, man, I'm young. I love to fight, but definitely, I understand my body. In some point, will say like, no, man, I don't want to keep yeah. fighting. Even if I still feeling, actually, I want to go out of the sport with that fire. You know, because I've always said I wanted to leave a little early than a little late. Yeah. Right. Of course. And people ask me like, why are you still good? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) So, yes, I mean, I know I don't don't have the experience yet, but I'm hungry to learn about just to get money. At the end, you just want to be happy, right? Just be happy. Yeah. Just be. (laughs) Unfortunately for me, I'm a psycho. Like (laughs) the process of all that makes me happy. Like making deals and like the money. It's not the money, it's the process. That's what I get fired up about. You know what I mean? Like making deals. Like I'm I'm a I'm I get you see me posturing up and shit. <laughs> I get passionate about this. I get fired up from making shit happen. I'm a producer. I want to produce. I can't get up and sit and go watch TV. That's just not what makes me happy, what fulfills me inside is making deals happen, making producing something, uh helping helping other people uh, produce something like, like, dude, this man, I'm going to say this discord we just started has been such a cool fucking thing. Like pods moved his ass over here from Ireland and we've been doing this together. He's, he's crushing it now. Like this whole thing is blown up way past what we thought it would. And, uh, I mean, I knew it would get to this point. I just didn't think it would happen so fast, you know? And, uh, we've since started the the 1% club, which is like a high rollers, that is is also crushing it. I mean, dude, we're doing we're doing real numbers out of this, and he just moved from Ireland to do this. It, like that fulfills me to to be able to be a part of his success. I'm not I'm not the reason, but I'm a part of it. You know what I mean? And and, and little things like watching you win this this title on July 30th, I'll be a part of that. I'm not the reason, but I'm a part of it. I'm a part of that process. I'm with you day in day. We're staying together right now, like. I'm part of your process. I'm a part of his process. That gets me fired up to be a part of somebody else's, even if a small part of somebody else's success is that's what fires me up and makes me want to like produce for other people. It makes me get out of bed. It makes me like, that's why I have a hard time sitting, not doing shit is because like I'm fired up to produce for him. I'm fired up to produce for you. 
I'm fired up to produce for all the guys that I'm coaching. I'm fired up to produce real estate and anything that I do, I do it. 100 100 and i love that man i mean actually it's funny because oh i i told with, with you about this like everybody was like talking about like oh maybe brandon need to go to fucking american top team or aka or this place but man i mean i know they they, they maybe the the coaches and the gym all the energy is amazing yeah, there sure. and it's, I, i love it sure. but I don't know, man. I mean, do you re I don't know if you remember when we went to the the school, yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, you just start to tell me about the, uh, my my fight style and everything. Yeah, I see your fights and everything, and you're talking about that passion was like okay. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of yours. Thank you, man. I have been before <laughs> we start this whole thing. I'm a fan of the sport. I've been a fan of yours for a long time, and that's not a. I'm not a, being asked. I just I'm a fan of your style. Take Brandon Marino, the name out. I'm a fan of your style. I like your style. You have, dude, you're one of the very few people that have made uh, like jujitsu and MMA work very well. You use, use jujitsu on the bottom to create space to get back up. That's something that I've really tried to integrate in my game. Yeah. And in my guys' game, and you do it very well. You've integrated the 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 body lock game, which I'm very big on as well. I think, yeah. I think attacking the body over the legs is way better in MMA because. I think, dude, these guys, these guys have been wrestling since they were zero. I can't fucking wrestle this guy on a double or single. Like even, you know what I mean? Like I, know. I put him on the cage and I attack his body. And I lock my hands where you can't do that in folk style wrestling. It's different. You change the rules a little bit. It's like ping pong and tennis. You know, I can't beat Pete Sampras in a fucking tennis match, but you put him on a ping pong table. I got a way better shot. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, man, it, I, re I remember when I fought against uh, Michael Perez, I never fail. Who is it? My Michael Perez. Yep. Olympic guy. Yep. He went to Beijing in 2008 yep. for uh, uh, Cuba, for Q in with Cuba. Yep. Um, but then he has the amazing wrestling background. And I remember I I went one day to uh, Kings MMA and I trained with him. Yep. And he beat my ass horrible. But we we did like just wrestling. Yeah. Of like course. take them, take them, take yeah, them. Of like, oh, I was like uh, very angry that day. But anyway, Jason told me about the fight. Against Michael Perez, like, <laughs> oh, yes, it was like, man, in that in that moment, I needed the body. The same was in 2019, the first. But this ain't wrestling. Huh? Uh -huh. wrestling. But I was, you know, you yeah, have that course, inside. Like, fuck, this guy is really good. He's wrestling, but man, fucking the fight, boxing. Put, put boom, the sticks boom, on boom, his boom. ass, bro. Yeah, yeah. My le my level uh, down uh, in every single moment of the yeah. fight. He was like. But, uh, he was trying to get uh, me take me down, but like, pat, 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 yeah. pat. at the end I connect on a huge uppercut. And guy tried to go for the takedown, but was like, like very lazy. Yeah, push him and I start to get the ground and pound. Yeah, but yeah, it's like it's an amazing example of, uh, about that. It doesn't care if the guy is like has an amazing, uh, I don't know, jujitsu background yeah. or great, uh, mixed martial arts man. It's everything, everything, everywhere, all the time, man. It's just. Uh, Yeah, but man, but again, I mean, you know the passion, and I, I, I failed like two, three months ago. Like, hey, I need someone, yeah, who feel the same energy than me, right? I'm with that, man. Rem man, remember when I sent you the message with Mike Breeden? Yeah, obviously you don't get the the the, the decision, right? But man. I want that, like, yeah. in the middle of the fight, in the, the corner. It's good, cool, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm going to get after you, bro. 
I'm gonna get Let's go. Him. If I go and beat his ass because we need it. Like, man. Well, there's a time to coach people, technically. And there's a time to fire somebody up. And not you can't talk to everybody like that. Like, I make all my fighters. I haven't had you do this yet. I'm gonna, I need to have you do this. I make all my fighters take a personality test. Okay. And it, I, I dive into this a lot. And it tells you how you can talk to somebody. Like, I know I can, like, yell at you. You know what I mean? Like I can sit you down and I can be right in your face. And I say, you listen, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to cut <laughs> corners with you. I don't, but some guys can't take that. Okay. And a lot of girls can't take that. Like you have to talk to them just like this, like, okay, breathe. You're doing great. You have to talk to them like that because they, they shut down if you start to yell at them. Okay. But some guys like Mike Breeden, you can fucking get after him. <laughs> and I get fired up. Julian, you can, you can get in his ass. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. you see these videos of me cussing people out and that's cause they can take it. You know what I mean? And they get, they get, get something from it. And, uh, man, we've, we've, uh, listen, I don't always have the best fighter. I don't always have the best fighter, but I always try to get the best out of my fighter. And I think that's really important as a coach. If, if, if the, if my fighter is rated a 67 and we're fighting a 70, that 70 may not show up as a 70 that day. Okay. He may show up as a 64 that day, okay. but if I can get my guy to show up as a 67, we're going to win that fight. So I just try to, my goal is to pull the best possible version of my fighter out. And that means me cussing you out, saying like, dude, what, what the fuck is five minutes? You've been in our training. Like we train hard, bro. Like you fight tired. I'm tired. Fuck you're tired. We're tired every day. What are we talking about? Like, what are you doing, bro? You're going to go back in the back and you're going to fucking cry to me talking about I should have done more. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Do it now. Like, I don't want to hear none of your bullshit, bro. Like you leave it out there. And with Breeden, dude, I'll, I'll stand next to him with their loss. All day, bro. He left everything out there, tried to finish. I got no problem sitting next to next to him in a loss like that. But I'm not trying to hear no bullshit talking about, oh, let me and shoot and take it, dude. Like, fuck him up. Get after him. Fuck his ass up. Like, and you he tried. You know, he tried everything he could. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I love um that uh, those moments too when the, the technique is, is is very important, right? Like try to explain like what happened in the middle of yeah. the fight. Like, you need to do this because the other guy is doing the that and Okay, but just at some point, just is like, fuck him up. Fuck, technique. just go and get the fuck. And that's where, that's where we, we've talked about this in your fight with Figgy. I, I think that like, there was a point where you should have just been like, all right, I'm going to street fight you now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that's, I, I, you guys are going to meet again. And I feel like there's going to be a moment where and you're going to And you know what, that. man? I feel very angry with myself because I was listening all the voices around me. Like, man, be careful because he went with, with Sejudo. He went to other like, camp and uh, okay. maybe he can, he has something new and, you know, and in some point, like, I start to hear that, like, you're right. That affect me. You're, you're not, you're not wrong in that sense. But after, like, what's he going to do? He's going to wrestle you. He couldn't take you down. If he did take you down, he took you down once. He couldn't hold you down. At about the third round mark, like the same thing I told Brian, you got to disrespect this guy's space. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it, man, listen, it's always hindsight. It's always easy for me. I'm over here in this chair right now talking about a fight. You know what I mean? Like I'm not in there, but it's, it's, I, I do feel like uh, you're going to, I feel like it, it'll be a different fight next time you guys meet. So, uh, which I'm looking forward to first, we got Kai. That's which, true. Which also be I, actually, you know what? And you don't have to worry about him meeting you in the street. Cause he will. <laughs> and I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. It's a, it's a simple, it's a much more simple fight, but man, you know, uh, I had done a few interviews and, and I say the same, like, man, like, I, I felt 
Like, uh, his last two opponents, like Corey Garbrandt and Askarov, they made them a huge mistake. Like, he disrespect him. Agreed. Okay, and I don't want to be that You'll guy. Like, that. I don't want to be the guy, nice, Simone. I'm just thinking in Figueredo. But, man, I need to respect him because I fought against him before yeah. and the guy's tough. He's tough then and he's gotten better. Yes. He has gotten better. You have too. But we got, you know, shit, it's for a title fight for a reason. But I mean, the, the people, they don't understand this. I mean, I have all the confidence. I know I, yeah. I will fuck the, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's be done, man. I love it. Good shit, bro. Uh, My man, thank you, bro. Let's go, man.